It's a Thursday. That means it's time for a weekly wellness update with our wellness expert. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Here's Laura DeSanctis, who joins us now on Global News Radio. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we're going to begin with Carey Price. He is trending online this afternoon, Laura, the Montreal Canadiens goalie, entering a player's assistance program as his family has gone online and stressed the importance of mental health. And Laura, I was wondering if you could just talk a bit about and tell us about the importance of somebody like Carey Price sharing his truth with us all. I think it's very, it shows like what a strong person he is to be vulnerable, to really put yourself out there and let people know, especially as an elite athlete, um, that everyone has mental health and so many people can struggle with their mental health. So it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really matter whether you're an elite athlete or um, you know, you think you're the average person, but everyone has uh, mental health, just like you have physical health and emotional health. And it's really, I think, for him and his family to address that, you know, they're, he's going to invest in it. He's going to take some time away from his work and really focus on him and focus probably on the things that he hopefully can control. I think that shows a lot about uh, him as a person, his family, and even the team. Yeah, this is just, I think, so courageous and so tremendous of Carey Price and his uh, family. Because uh, to your point, uh, for him to come out and share his truth like that is going to help so many others that are going to say, well, if Carey Price is uh, struggling uh, with this, uh, it's okay that I am too. And if he's going to find help and is seeking help, then it's okay for me to do so. So for those who may be struggling, uh, Laura, what supports would you recommend uh, when it comes to mental health? Sure. And I actually wanted to touch on one other thing and in regards to Carey Price. Um, so he's 34 years old, and I think some people think there's a stigma as well that, oh, there's a certain age, and then you may have, like, a mental health issue. So it affects everyone, anyone and everyone. Um, and I'm glad that the NHL and the Montreal Canadiens also did support him. But, uh, Jeff, to answer your question, I think some of the things that we can do is really, like, tell our family, tell our friends, find someone, even virtual therapists. There's a lot of virtual therapists right now. There's telemedicine and teletherapy, uh, finding a safe talk space to let people know that, you know, you're, you don't feel well or you feel that things are off or just um, getting your emotions out there. Even journaling, and this is something, um, mental health and journaling and meditation, we've been talking about this a lot this year, journaling and getting your thoughts out on paper. Uh, that will also help. And then there's also some of the supplements as well. There's the natural supplementation. Mood-boosting supplements can really help. Um, GABA, L-theanine, rhodiola. Those are three big mood-boosting supplements that target the body's hormone levels to manage stress and anxiety. All right. Switching gears now. Thanksgiving, of course, is uh, fast approaching, coming up this weekend. And Lord DeSanctis, you're joining us this afternoon to do some Thanksgiving myth busting. We're going to bust through some of the biggest Thanksgiving myths. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think, you know, I mean, so many people look forward to Thanksgiving, but I think sometimes their health, they don't think uh, or take care of their health during that weekend. And I think when it comes to the Thanksgiving myths, um, food hangovers. So food hangovers are a real thing. Um, so I want to caution people to maybe to make sure you're avoid overeating. So I know Thanksgiving is a really big thing and there could be a lot of food excess and there could be a lot of digestive troubles. 
Um, but really overeating food hangovers, that is a real thing. So try to prevent these digestive issues and make sure you're moderating your food intake. The best way to do that is to really slow down, be mindful, and take time while you're eating. So that's probably number one, I would say, is that food hangovers, if I'm having a food coma, that is a real thing. Okay, how do I know if I'm having a food hangover, by the way? Do I just feel bloated and just too full, or is it more than that? You know, your body always talks to you, and I think sometimes there's, when we're talking health and wellness, um, yeah, it's, it's not just the bloating, it's the gas. I know people don't want to admit that, but that's technically what happens when we overeat. A lot of trapped air and gas gets in our body. You feel sluggish, you feel tired, um, you feel like you can't sometimes get off the couch after eating such a big meal. So if you are going to know that, or if you're going to have a big Thanksgiving now this weekend, I would say make sure you fill your plate at least half of it with veggies and drink plenty of water because that will help with your digestion and that will eliminate some of the bloating in the gas. All right. Can I prepare for the Thanksgiving meal if I'm celebrating, say, on Sunday and I fast for most of the day? Is, is that a good strategy? Is that a good plan? And just prepare okay. for a big meal later in the day? I think what happens sometimes is people actually overeat when they fast for a day. I would suggest um, if you're if you know you're going to have a big meal on the Sunday or whatever day that is, make sure you don't skip your breakfast. I would have a smoothie in the morning and making sure you're hydrated throughout the day as well. Because water is so necessary for so many body functions that I think a lot of the time when people are preparing to have a big meal, they usually fast and or they forget to even drink water. So making sure you have water. And I would suggest probably having a small meal earlier in the day um, so you don't overeat and you don't have that gas and the bloating. All right, let me ask you this one. Does turkey really make you sleepy? Is that true? Is that fact or is that fiction? Bust that myth for us. There is, um, there is a chemical, tryptophan, that's in turkey that can make you sleepy. But again, it's the combination of things, too. It's how much turkey are you eating? What kind of stuffy, stuffing are you having? Are you having a lot of mashed potatoes with the gravy? Because all of that will really, uh, again, make you feel sluggish and tired and not really want to move. But... Even when it comes to turkey, I would also say um, try to go natural, organic, and or free-range turkey, um, especially because most conventional turkey has a lot of antibiotics in it. So that will also kind of make you feel sluggish as well. Yeah, but turkey overall, it's a pretty healthy choice when it comes to meat or protein, right? Yeah, I think it's one of the better options out there right now. I, I definitely am a big fan of turkey. All right, any other myths you want to bust here ahead of Thanksgiving? Um, I would say too, and this is something we talk about, not, not necessarily just a myth, but making sure you're mindful of eating because I think sometimes we're like, oh, I have to eat, you know, the turkey, I have to eat the stuffing and then have the pumpkin pie. Be really mindful about what you're eating and chew your food, um, chewing your food at least 25 times. And I know that sounds crazy for a lot of people, but chewing your food, eating your food, savoring your food, being mindful of the taste, um, and that, when we're mindful of that taste, we actually secrete more enzymes and digestive juices. So that will also help eliminate the gas and bloating. But just slowing it down, being mindful and relaxed uh, as you're eating. Honestly, Laura, 25 times for each times. 25 forkful times. of Thanksgiving dinner I stuff in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people are saying, and I know that's very hard, but at least be mindful. Take the time and chew your food. Um, even if you can't do it 25 times, try for at least 7 to 10. Man, that sounds like a workout. I think I could actually lose weight eating by doing that. Oh, I feel like my jaw would really hurt as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we always talk about this, about uh, alcohol, when it comes to uh, wine, whatever you might be having uh, with your Thanksgiving uh, meal as well. Uh, moderation there, too? 
moderation is always key. Again, limiting uh, your consumption of alcohol, drinking to excess is, I mean, it can cause so much serious damage. So again, for everyone, um, glass of alcohol or wine, making sure you have at least one glass to two of water. Balance that out. All right, there you have it. The Thanksgiving Day myths have all been uh, busted, so we can all go uh, forward uh, enlightened and with our health in mind. Laura, appreciate it as always. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. That is Laura DeSanctis, our wellness expert. And again, you can find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this break on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.